Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. Welcome to part two of the PBL podcast for our I Need a Drink Thursday edition or I'll Drink to That Thursday edition. Well, we are talking about uh, Vice President Joe Biden's vice presidential pick. And, oh, I think we need a drink. Again, I'm here with Woody, and both Woody and I are thinking the same thing that, you know what, this is definitely I Need a Drink Thursday. And Woody, Woody, he's got a lot to say, but... As I mentioned, Woody's a dog, so he can't talk. But if he could talk, he has a huge, huge favor to ask of you is to click on that link below if you're watching this on YouTube and subscribe to this channel. And if you're listening to this on the audio portion of the program, please visit our YouTube channel, search us for The PBL Podcast, and we want to get to 1,000 subscribers as soon as possible, so we need you to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Of course, if you're listening to this on Apple, also, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, so across all media platforms, the PBL podcast, like, share, and subscribe to help propel us forward. So if you're liking the podcast, help us out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a subscribe, because Woody is counting on you. All right, let's get back into some more of the Kamala Harris stuff, and then we're going to have a little bit of fun, get some lighthearted stories that we can drink to. Not that I need a drink because of, because right now, you know what? Kamala Harris is such a bad pick. Maybe it's a pick that we should be toasting. Maybe it's a pick that we should say, hey, I'll drink to that. Uh, all right, Kamala Harris, we need reparations to help Blacks heal from trauma. So she wants reparations. She's, you know, she's not African-American, as I mentioned earlier. Her father's from Jamaica. Her mother is from India. She is not African-American. Should it matter? Well, let's look at it this way. I was talking on part one of this podcast why you would pick a VP candidate. You would pick them because they may be in a battleground state you need. California is not that. You pick them because you need a certain demographic. Ah, 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 that's what most people are thinking, right? Most people are thinking that Biden picked Kamala Harris because he needs the black demographic. And you know what he does? He's desperate right now. He's already insulted the black community with the you ain't black comment. He's already insulted them through other comments that he's made and you know where he basically said they have no diversity. So what does he do? He picks a black female who is not African American. A black female whose father said his family once owned slaves. So why did he pick her? 
over all of the other candidates. She doesn't even bring any delegates to the table. He was backed in a corner. He didn't have a choice. Who was he going to pick? There was another senator or, or Congress critter from California, forget her name, but she basically gave praise to Cuba. Won't go well in Florida. They can't, they, you know, Flor- Floridians, they're very sensitive about it. The Cubans in Florida, because you know why? Because they know what it's like to live in a communist country. Piss them off and they will not vote for you. You support Castro, you lose that vote, rightly so. So his pick for Kamala Harris was by default. She brings nothing to his table other than she's black. And here's the thing. He did better with the black vote than she did during the primaries. She didn't get very many of the black vote. There were a lot of blacks who said, no, that's not my candidate. They know they're not stupid. Contrary to what the left would think you want you to believe, the black community is actually pretty smart. They know Kamala Harris is not black or African-American. I'm sorry, she is black. They know this. It's a horrible, horrible pick, but she's got to represent, so she's going to ask for reparations. Sean King, you know, the white guy who pretends to be black, has now come out for her as a pick when before he slammed her. He slammed her saying he, uh, let's see, I can only speak for myself, but when I, when I harshly critique leaders, it's with the hope that they grow and evolve. Kamala has done so in very specific ways on issues of justice, uh, tweeted the activist who is in favor of criminal justice before reform. This is what he said prior to him now endorsing Kamala Harris, you know, Sean King, the uh, white guy who's trying to be black. He says, I'll be frank and tell you, two Democrats, that I am 99% sure I won't be supporting, primarily because of their dismal history on criminal justice reform over the course of their entire careers, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They both helped build and advance mass incarceration, he tweeted a while ago. But now he's for them. Because he's also backed in the corner. He's going to go. He's an activist, right? He's a BLM activist, the white guy pretending to be black. And by the way, I know there's a lot of people that are saying that Sean King could possibly be black. You know what? You're right. He could be. All he would have to do is take a DNA test and that would prove it. He has not done so. I've taken a DNA test. You know what I found out? I was really surprised. I grew up thinking I was part Italian. My mother, my mother is Italian. She's half Italian. Her mother was born in New York from Italian immigrants. Her father was German. A couple generations into the United States, his parent, his family came over. So I grew up thinking, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Italian. All for the majority of my life, up until about actually six months ago, I thought I was Italian. I have zero Italian in me. Apparently, genetics can skip over. So while my mom is Italian, it skipped over, and I just got a lot of German in me and uh, Netherlands and all that kind of stuff. Hell, I found out I'm part French. Go figure. But no Italian, zero. So Sean, Sean, all it would take would be a simple DNA test. But no, that's not going to happen because, you know, you're just a white man pretending to be a black man. For money, yes, for profit. So Kamala Harris, there's an article that came out that she's further left than the Democrat socialist Bernie Sanders. Ah, are we starting to piece together why he picked her? 
Could it be that Biden picked Kamala Harris because he needs that far left wing base? Wait a minute. You're saying E? Hold on. Maybe he should have picked Elizabeth Warren because she's she's like closer to Bernie Sanders than, well, even Bernie Sanders is. Well, no, he couldn't because he backed himself into a corner to pick a woman of color. He first said, I'm going to pick a woman. And then he started dancing around saying, I'm going to pick a woman of color. But so Kamala Harris fits that bill for the far left wing of the base. That's why I think he picked her, by the way. I think he picked her not because of the black vote. Biden is Obama's VP, but Biden's losing some of the black votes. So maybe that helped him a little bit. But I think the main reason that he picked Kamala Harris was because he needs the far left. If the far left abandoned Biden, then it's over for him because they're so fractured. The Bernie bros are so upset. And Biden couldn't pick Bernie, obviously, because Biden said he's going to pick a woman. So I believe that this pick is to satisfy the radical left, of which Kamala Harris is close to. The article goes on to say, Harris ranked 100 the least conservative or most liberal senator on the list and the only one to score a 0.00. So Kamala Harris is far left. Now, the media is trying to paint her as moderate because they, they know the majority of the electorate don't like the radical left. But internally, this pick was to satisfy the radical left. By the way, I made a comment on my Kamala Harris podcast. I did a real quick take on it. And I said that she's only the second woman. She's not. She's the third. Uh, Geraldine Ferraro was the first woman who was ever uh, selected as a female vice presidential pick. So thank you, Monty Python, one of my friends over there at rightnation.us. I do encourage everyone to go on rightnation.us, check it out. It's a wonderful community where you just learn so much from some true patriots and true conservatives and just smart people like Monty, one of the smartest guys that I know. So thanks for the correction, Monty. So Kamala Harris is the third woman to run as a vice presidential candidate for a major U.S. party. Obviously, Sarah Palin was number two, and Kamala Harris was number three. And of course, Hillary Clinton was the first female to be the lead, the head of a major presidential ticket. Now, this is what's interesting. I'm going to put this up. This is a picture, the New York Times, how they're glowing on Kamala Harris. Harris joins Biden ticket, achieving a first. Well, it's not a first female. It's actually third well, the first would be the half black. Yes, half, but also half Indian. So she is the first female, half black, half Indian, to be on a major presidential ticket. Big freaking whoop. Now look at what they did for Palin. Alaskan is McCain's choice, first woman, woman on the GOP ticket. Now look at that. You see what's missing there? Well, Palin's name is missing there. The, see, look at even the picture. Compare it to Harris' picture. Now look at this picture. Obviously, the New York Times a little more glowing on the Harris. Now, it's, it's a minor thing. It's a minor thing. But it's a thing. It's a thing. A couple other things before we get, we get off this topic. Uh, one is, did you see the picture? You've probably seen this already, where Biden 
Biden is mocked for using a script during his video call to Kamala Harris. So asking her, uh, he used a script to ask her to be his VP. As he, uh, the photo also reveals a mystery caller on his smashed iPhone. He has a broken iPhone. <laughs> and if you look at the picture, and I don't know if you can see it, uh, I'll put this in the show notes. But if you look at the picture, this phone is upside down. What the hell, Biden? Now, I get the script. Come on. I mean, it's a pretty big thing. They can't do it in person. I get it. COVID-19, yada, yada, yada. But just another uh, interesting, interesting take on it. Now, this is very interesting. I'm going to play you a video. And in this video, look at what I do. I, I recorded this earlier. I'm going to let it speak for itself. Watch this. At tip to Mike Stock at Mike Stock Music on Twitter. Saw this there. But if I type in Antifa.com, that's the URL, Antifa.com, and I hit enter, there you go. Goes right to donation page for Joe Biden. So if you type in Antifa.com, it goes to a donation page for Biden. <laughs> now, now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh my gosh, the Biden campaign is in cahoots with Antifa. Now, we don't know that. If you go and look up um, whois.com, it'll tell you who owns websites. This one is protected. We don't know who owned this website. We don't know if the Biden campaign bought it. We don't know if an Antifa group bought it and sent it directly to uh, Biden's donation page, but we know somebody purchased Antifa.com and rerouted it to Biden's donation page. <laughs> so you got to think, all right, uh, some, you know, that's his base, ladies and gentlemen, that far left radical. Again, it's why you picked Harris. That is the base for the Democrat Party. And they need them so bad right now. If Biden loses 15% of the black vote to Trump, which is where it's trending, there was one report that said 36%. Biden is toast. You've heard this from probably other people. Biden is toast if he loses 15, if the Democrats lose just 15% of the black vote, Democrats are toast. They are scared pantless right now. I'm saying it nicely. I was going to say another word. They are scared. They're crapping bricks, ladies and gentlemen. The Democrats are on the rails. They don't want you to know it because, you know, this old phrase, fake it till you make it. And the Democrats right now are faking it big time because their radical left-wing base controls the party. The squad, Ilhan Omar just got reelected. You know, the, uh, the Tlaib chick in Detroit got reelected. AOC will probably get reelected. There was another guy who's going to be part of the squad, from what I understand, just got elected, won a primary of some long-term Democrat. The left, far-wing left base is taking over the party. And the senior leadership are scared shitless. They're scared of this. What, Woody? You're right. Woody says we need some moment of levity. So uh, check this out. Uh, overweight Chinese man's big belly saves him from falling down a well. Hey, 
Who didn't think that being overweight would help you? This poor sap here. This is the best thing that ever happened to him being overweight. That's a lot of noodles and lo mein that he's been eating. So kudos to him. Saved him from falling down a well. All right. Mask mouth. Dentist coined new term for smelly side effects of wearing a mask. <laughs> I love this. The unintended consequences of our actions of the left and of what the lemmings are doing. All those people who I see outside walking my morning walks, wearing a mask with no one around, <laughs> are going to be suffering from mask mouth. And all those people driving alone in their cars, mask mouth. Now, what happens in mask mouth? Well, rotting teeth, receding gum, li gum lines, bad breath. And you know what's amazing? When I first saw this, I thought, oh, come on, it's too early. It's too early. There, you know, it hasn't been that long. We can't be seeing symptoms already. But, the, but, it, but their dentists are reporting that they're starting to see these symptoms that they're calling mask mouth, where you have receding gum lines, rotting teeth, and bad breath. How long are we going to be lemmings and do this? All right, I'm going to end this with, um, hey, this is from the New York Times, so kind of fluffy, but 11 supposedly fun things will never do the same way again. All right, I, you know, some of these really took me by surprise. Blowing out candles on your cake. I never even thought that that would be a bad thing. But when you think about it, it's true. Think about all those birthday parties and the people like, and they're blowing spit on the cake that you're about to eat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, now we know. Now we're not, I'm not going to do that again, right? Uh, this one, taking a drag from a friend's vape. Who does that? I, I wouldn't do, I don't vape for one, but if I did, I still wouldn't take a drag from somebody else's vape, but I guess it's a thing. I don't know. Letting your kid jump into a ball pit. Hey, let me tell you about this. I used to know a guy many, many years ago that managed one of those kid facilities where they had that. And here's what they did. Every night, like they, they would have to do this at least once a day, sometimes up to five more times a day is a kid throw up into the ball pit. And you know how they cleaned it out? They got a barrel, a big drum that was open on both ends. They'd stick it through the balls and they just hose it down. I never let my kid play in one of those, even before COVID. But apparently now because of COVID, letting your kid jump in a ball pit ain't going to happen anymore. Those things are disgusting to begin with. And now there's a reason why people aren't going. Sorry about all those businesses that will probably fail because of that. Getting a quick after work makeover. This is for you ladies. I guess that was a thing and now you can't do that anymore. However, I think that one's going to come back. No, call me skeptical. Fumbling around an escape room. I never even thought about that. I've been to a few escape rooms and you're right. You're touching everything. But why not just wear a mask and gloves? But I, I don't think that one's going to go away, but it makes a good point. Uh, bumping elbows at a loud, crowded bar. I thought that was still not social distancing. Um, uh, you know, I get it. They're saying you can't go to the crowded bar anymore, but we're still seeing that. What about all the protests? I mean, it seems like eh, the left didn't care about the protests, but you can't go to church, you can't go to a bar. So, but that apparently is one of the 11 things, one of the 11 fun things will never be the same again. 
uh, plunging a handful of straws into a giant party cocktail. You know, where people get that big party cocktail, they put a straw in and they go, oh no, I never did that by the way, because I always thought it was unsanitary even then more. Hosting a poker game or a Settlers of Catan night. I've never done that myself anyway, so I'm not sure. That's a big deal for a lot of people. But this one is passing the microphone at karaoke or karaoke. I don't like karaoke, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You got to sanitize the mic, right? Shopping aimlessly. This is a huge bonus for me. My wife shops aimlessly. This is awesome. Now I could say, honey, we got to go. COVID. And here's the last one. Shaking hands, hugging a friend, kissing on the cheek. Yeah, I don't think it's never anything we're going to do again, but I do believe that one day we'll get back to normal. All this will go away. I believe it's going to happen after the election because I think it's just all being perpetrated because of it. That's my own personal conspiracy opinion. Take it what you will. Again, this is Eve Vanderbilt for the PBL podcast. Thanks for listening. And again, Woody. Woody says, watch us on YouTube at The PBL Podcast and be sure to subscribe. We need a thousand subscribers. Woody would be so appreciative if you help us get to that milestone. And again, you can catch us on all our media platforms, The PBL Podcast. Our website is thepblpodcast.com. And without repeating myself too much, you can email us at thepblpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. And on Apple, make sure you give us five-star rating. Thanks, bye, everybody. Talk to you soon.